In today's show, we've got news about Disney Springs reopening. Tony's called it like Nostradamus. The NBA is coming to ESPN. We've got news about potential meetups, contests, and some headline news all in today's Disney Parks podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. All right, everybody. Welcome to the show. As we record this on Monday, Memorial Day, welcome. And uh, we want to thank all of our service personnel for uh, uh, for their service to their country. We also want to say our uh, thoughts and prayers go out to all the families who uh, who have service members who have given the ultimate sacrifice, and that allows us to do what we do. Uh, so thank you. I never say happy Memorial Day. It's really yeah. weird. I, yeah. I was somewhere the other day, and they said, hey, happy Memorial Day. And I'm like, yeah, it's not happy. It's not happy. Yeah, it's just you know, Memorial Day. It's, it's Memorial Day. Uh, so anywho, uh, welcome. I want to let you guys know about our show sponsor, which is Destinations to Travel. Yes, they are actually taking uh, reservations for different types of travel. doesn't matter if it's a family vacation or a destination wedding, a cruise, European adventure, a romantic getaway, any type of travel experience. You need to let our good friends at Destinations to Travel be your guide for your dream vacation. You can embark uh, now if you want to uh, to go ahead and check into this on a one-of-a-kind adventure by Disney Experience in Southern California uh, from August 2nd through the 7th of 2020, as long as everything stays copacetic. Uh, you're going to be in Southern California. You're going to visit Disneyland, Disney California Adventure, Walt Disney Animation Studios, Walt Disney Archives, Walt Disney Imagineering. Uh, there's price for single occupancy and double, triple, or quad adult occupancy. Uh, obviously the prices are different for children, but you want to call and get in touch with them. The reason that you really want to go on this event is because there's going to be a very special dinner. It's going to give you the opportunity to spend the evening with two Disney legends, Bob Gurr, basically anything that's on wheels at Disneyland. He had his hand in developing it and Garner Holt. He did the rest of it. Um, Jeff Barnes is going to be there as well, kind of hosting. That's going to be amazing. Uh, film director Tony Cortese is going to be there as well. You're going to be able to have dinner at Steakhouse 55 at Disney's Grand Canyon Hotel and Spa. Uh, all that's going to be happening. you got to jump in on this. So if you want to go, the best way to get in touch with Destinations to Travel is to go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two, Travel. That's DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two travel for destinations to travel. Very How's nice. How are you doing tonight? Yeah, buddy? good. How about you? Oh, buddy. We're doing well. Doing well. Things are a little crazy right now. Um, <laughs> things, are, things are a little nutty right now. But, uh, you know, hey, we're coming back on the other end of it. Had a great time with our, our neighbors. We, uh, <laughs> we probably pushed the... Uh, social distancing just a little bit today but we had a great time all right um so that's a lot of fun um how about you no just uh did a little work watched a little disney plus how's nice. it nice nothing exciting nice just, nice uh lane lou as they like to if say. you're uh if you're watching on facebook or youtube or any of the other platforms that we're now twitter uh, twitter <laughs> all those places that we're now putting it out to let us know what you think 
Yeah. Uh, I think that the service that we're using is pretty good. Uh, we we used it uh, Wednesday and Thursday. We checked it out and uh, seems to be working really well. Yeah. This, uh, Tony's done a few live streams on his own, so that's really cool. So I'm excited about it. I think that uh, we've kind of landed upon something here, and I, I think it's great. So yeah. I may do a test this uh, week with um, that name, that tune that I've been wanting to do. Mm-hmm. So you may see me pop in, I don't know, sometime this week. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure that- when. I'll see if I can give you a heads up on Facebook. Yeah, give me a heads up. That'd be great. <clears throat> yep. If you want me there, if you don't, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, all right, anything else you want to throw in here before we get into it? No, I think I'm good. Well, then there's nothing else we can do, boys and girls, except get into the, the news. news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Well, this just in, we have an update from guest relations at Walt Disney World Resort and Disneyland. They are still closed. All right. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, in a letter email that went out, this is, and I'm reading it verbatim, okay? Dear guests, it's an understatement to say that the past few months have been a challenging time for us all. As we navigate the largest park closure in our histories, we've loved hearing your kind words of hope and seeing how you've made our own Disney memories at home has uplifted and inspired us all. During this time, we know how uh, we know it can be difficult to plan your Disney vacation. Now more than ever, we're longing for the opportunity to come together with the family and friends to escape, to celebrate, to redo missed milestones like birthdays, anniversaries, and to make new Disney memories. Given the current uncertainty, as to when we will reopen Disneyland Resort or Walt Disney World Resort, we've had to periodically adjust the schedule for the ability to book hotel reservations at our hotels. While we're currently accepting reservations starting on July of 2020 at both resorts, as this situation evolves, timing may continue to shift. As we continue to follow up, uh, follow guidelines from the government and healthcare officials, Regarding how we will be able to reopen our parks and resorts in a responsible way, we may also need to make real-time adjustments to booked experiences, park tickets, and park passes. Please know that if any reservations you have made need to change, we will work with you to make the necessary modifications. We appreciate your understanding and patience as we navigate this unprecedented time together. We continue to be moved by the incredible support and passion our guests have shown for our Disney family, and we hope to see you real soon. <laughs> P.S. For all those amazing families out there who created their own backyard, inside, all around the house experiences for Disney theme parks, right. even going as far as to recreating some of the famous Walt Disney World and Disneyland attractions, yep. we would like for you to please cease and desist. And to send your royalty payments to Walt Disney and Disneyland Resorts, respectively. Yeah, because we're losing a hundred billion dollars a day. We can use the money. You mean to tell? You mean to tell me you've got a Pirates of the Caribbean? We need money for that. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I appreciate that Disney's doing their best to communicate. Yeah. So July twenty twenty. If you're a Disney food blogger, this is. The time to be a food blogger because they've released every recipe known to man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I hope you all are writing these down and cataloging them because 
you know, it, it's, it's great stuff. You know, let me give you a, a, an idea for those of you who are smart enough and crazy enough and mischievous enough to do it. Oh boy. Here we go. Pull them all, pull them all together, uh-huh. slap them together and call it the official unofficial Disney cookbook. <laughs> and you can send that royalty check to Disney park. Podcast. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Take the proceeds, cut it in half and, and join our Patreon page. <laughs> Oh, gosh. All right. Uh, next, the uh, California governor moves to state into uh, slate into full phase two reopening in Orange County. Orange County uh, request to reopen businesses has just been approved by the California governor, Gavin Newsom. Uh, this is part of the phase two of the plan to ease restrictions that were put in place due to the pandemic. Effective immediately in restaurant, dining, and shopping centers may be patronized by the public as long as employees and customers adhere to physical distancing and other specific health guidelines. Orange County Health Officer has issued a new order along with the additional recommendations to help slow the spread of the COVID, including people wearing face masks while out in public. This has been, uh, there has been no official announcement from the Disneyland Resort on whether this new development will bring dining and retail locations at Downtown Disney closer to a reopening. Right. So we'll have to see what happens there, kids. I got caught on this here in Florida. We did like the the phase one, but it was like early phase one. It was a modified premature phase one, and then we went into phase one. We went into full phase one. Yeah, right. So I got I got caught on that. And yeah. I'm like, I thought we were already in phase one. And my wife's like, no, no, no that would no. be phase one. Yeah. It's like I'm so it's, confused. It was a preemptive phase it's one. A pre, it's a pre is a pre phase one. Yeah. It was uh yeah. anyway. It was po- <laughs> it was point five phase one. It was point five <laughs> phase it was phase one point oh. Yeah. What you really wanted was phase one two point oh. <laughs> so I right. wanted phase twelve point oh? No, yeah. no, 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 phase one. 2.0. Um, hey, we just got done recording a few shows for our Patreon family. If you like what we do here, uh, and I know times are tight, so we're not requiring it, but mm-hmm. uh, if you would like to contribute to help us out, uh, we would appreciate that now more than ever. Uh, so if you want to, if you want to join our Patreon page, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, obviously, we want to thank our current contributors. Thank you for keeping us supported. Uh, we're just about to pay our hosting, and that's a big bill. Uh, we need um, uh, we need you guys to know that we have brand new shows that come out every week. We have two shows at the $5 level, uh, and then we have one special show. This is the Disney Plus podcast, a brand new podcast that we do each and every week. Uh, but you can only hear that at the $10 level. Now, none of these shows are uh, are being repurposed anywhere. Uh, the only place you can hear them is on our Patreon uh, page, patreon.com slash forward, uh, forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Um, we do have a $3 level, and uh, I've been really slack about that. Uh, that we need to, to, to uh, if you don't like the ads that we do in the show, we cut them out. Uh, and we also have another level. If you like the T-shirt that Tony's wearing or the T-shirt that I'm wearing, these are two of our Disney by the Numbers T-shirt club shirts. Uh, if you if you miss the emails or you miss the shirts and you're like, ah, oh, dadgummit, 
we've got an opportunity for you to not only support the show, but to also give you a T-shirt each and every month uh, at the $35 level. So uh, you get all three shows, plus you get the T-shirt delivered to you. You never have to worry about missing a shirt. Uh, so again, go to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks podcast and we appreciate all of our supporters and uh, i know times are tight but uh any every little bit helps all right uh last week we did not have a trivia question so we will proceed with this week's trivia question part one of the question is what was the original name of the garden grill in the living land so it's a restaurant in the land and it had a different name when it opened. Was it called uh, Cooking Chipmunks? No. If you know the correct answer, send that to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. And part two for super extra bonus points. There are four restaurants in Walt Disney World I have not been to. Huh. And I've said them on the show. I'm pretty sure I've said them on the show a couple times. If you know those four places I have not been to, send us those, and I'll send you a bonus, a nice bonus prize. Let's see. I know two of them are off the top of my head. Yeah. That's a tough question. I've said it. They know it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let's see if they're paying attention. I know one's there <laughs> Uh huh. in that park. Uh-huh. It's in that resort. Uh-huh. Let's see. Oh, well. If you want to I'll submit go. your answers, John, you could do so. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> and, and news that has come at no surprise from Tony Casanova because he's now the Kreskin of Disney podcasters. Disney NBA, Disney and NBA, has confirmed discussions about using Walt Disney World as the bubble site for uh, the opportunity to finish this NBA season. According to NBA spokesman Mike Bass via ESPN, Disney and the NBA are now in active discussions about the bubble site scenario playing out at the most magical place on Earth. Nice. Which is Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. Disneyland being the happiest place on Earth. Right. Get it right. Yes. Uh, the NBA, in conjunction with the National Basketball Players Association, is engaged in exploratory conversations with the Walt Disney Company in restarting the 2019-2020 season uh, in late July. Disney's ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex here in Florida as a single site for an NBA campus where games, practices, and housing will be facilitated. Uh, Disney's priority continues to be the health and sur- uh, sa- uh, safety of all involved, I can't read apparently, and are all working with public health experts and government officials uh, on a comprehensive set of guidelines to ensure that the appropriate medical uh, protocols and protections are in place. A Disney spokesperson confirmed that the talks as well, showcasing the partnership that Disney and the NBA have uh, as part of broadcast deals, Disney Springs locations, et cetera, et cetera. Walt Disney Company's had a great long-standing relationship with the NBA. Uh, Disney is encouraged or is engaged in conversations with them about completing the 2019-2020 season at ESPN's Wide World of Sports at Disney World Resort. What uh, what resorts do you think the NBA will? Uh... All Star Sports. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I want to see those guys sleep in a little single bed. Man, my feet hang off the end of those beds. These are NBA guys. 
I, it's got to be something close to, I mean, I would think close to uh, ESPN. So Coronado, Destino, I think would be. I would think they'd probably bust them in from like, uh, I think that the. Uh, um, or uh, or the, the Gaylord Car- Palms. I mean. Caribbean Beach Resort. Yeah, Caribbean. Gaylord Palms is a great option. Yeah. I mean, it's super close. Yeah, but they may want they- the all the revenue, the hotel revenue. Yeah. You know, because they're greedy in that way. What, Disney Greedy? You're kidding me. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It, yeah, right. they are. All right. <laughs> Trust All right. me. <laughs> All right, so uh, Marimoto Asia and Street Food is uh, uh, reopening. I think they did already uh, at yeah. Disney Springs. So Marimoto uh, Asia uh, and the Quick Grab Street Food window are now open. Uh, Marimoto Asia is open for dinner service starting at 12 uh, to 9 p.m., which is a little short end uh, time frame for them. Mm-hmm. And the street food window is only from 12 to 8 as well. Uh, Marimoto Asia is implementing what they call Dine Safe, which includes digital menus scanned via QR code, face nice. masks uh, while not eating, but to get into the building or drinking. Uh, enhanced cleaning and capacity limitations. Reservations are recommended, and you can make those via open table. So nice. There you go. So yeah, uh, I haven't looked ahead, but this Wednesday is the day that a lot of the Disney places coming up. Yeah, twenty seventh. Reopening. Yep. Nice. Orange. Oh, wait, that's yours. Sorry. Uh, Aerofile, which is the giant balloon at Disney Springs, has reopened, offering stunning, stunning views. Right. Of the tops of Disney Springs. <laughs> Aerofile, the balloon ride mm-hmm. Disney Springs, has reopened as of last week. The balloon is one of the icons of Disney Springs and the only, quote, ride available at Disney World for $20 for adults or $15 for children. You get stunning, I say again, stunning, stone cold Steve Austin, <laughs> stunning, <laughs> hell yeah, views from three to 400 feet in the air. Um, Disney's decided, uh, uh, to open it up, uh, people have already been on it. They've shot some stunning images. Um, I mean, I, I think it's pretty good. I yeah. mean, how high how high up can COVID nineteen fly? Uh, not that high, I don't think. I think the CDC says a CDC says it cannot go above a hundred feet. Oh, so <laughs> you fly above the COVID nineteen yeah. and you look down on it, right? <laughs> That's great. I think it's great. You'll, you'll mean, be above the COVID bubble. You'll be above the COVID bubble, but you will not be, you know, you'll not be able to stay above the basketball bubble site. That's right. You have to go back down to bubble site status. Yeah, that's right. You have you done that? Oh uh, yeah, I've done it once. Yeah. It. It's, uh, I, go ahead. I, I've done it during the day. Yeah. Uh, and it was great. Mm. But I, I, you know, I mean, the problem, and I, I was joking about it. I don't want to see the tops of the buildings. Yeah. You know, it's better at night. Yes. I've seen pictures and videos at night. Yeah. Because you're not really paying attention to the tops of the buildings during the day. And then you got the potential of seeing, you know, Epcot or Hollywood, right. Magic Kingdom. Yeah. You just can't really see them very well during the daytime. You got right. you know, the haze and all that good stuff. Right. Uh, nighttime, I hear it's stunning. Yeah. Um, I've done it. I've only done it during the day. I need to take Park Hopper Sid with me and do it. She really wants to go see that. Yeah. I, I've done both. I've done day. I've done night. And it... And it we got lucky. We timed it, I mean, perfect. 
we got on the balloon and got up there at night and saw hollow wishes nice. from up there. And I was like, oh, this is like perfect. I mean, you know, I guess everything kind of synced up. I mean, they don't do it on a flight schedule-ish thing. You mm-hmm. know, when they get people, they put them in, but up. So, but I would, you know, if you go at night, see if you can convince them if you know when Hollow Wishes is going to start or, you know, happily ever after. Uh, right. See if you can get them to time it so that you can go up there and see, you know, your portion of the fireworks from up there. Mm-hmm. It's uh, stunning. <laughs> mm. All right. Next is uh, Orange County here in Florida. Mayor uh, Denning is saying that Disney will submit their reopening plans this week. Uh, so Universal did theirs last week. They presented their plan to reopen their theme parks on June 5th. And what I'm hearing is June 5th is going to be, there's going to be like two days of cast members, two days of pass holders, and then open up to the public. So if you're either one of those groups, the first two, you may want to pay attention to your email because they are sending out notifications. Uh, I think they already sent a warning shot out to the pass holders. Yeah. Uh, of course, many are still uh, wondering when Disney will uh, join Universal and present their plan. And the mayor is saying, according to the Orange County mayor, uh, Jerry Dennings, Walt Disney World is expected to present their reopening plan this week. Uh, Disney has given an indication that this week they will submit their plans. And once they do, that is when they will uh, schedule uh, that for a full briefing before the economic uh, recovery task force as well and I will tell you they do broadcast these on the Orange County Network uh, I think it's ocfl.net if you want to see any of the past broadcasts or the future one uh, they are all uh, broadcast from there and I think it goes to their YouTube channel uh, so at this point it's the undefined uh, time or date uh, but they do lo- look forward to seeing that sometime next week according to the mayor of course, a presentation from Walt Disney World to the Orange County Task Force is just one step of the paperwork. Uh, after a vote from the task force, the proposal will need to be signed off by Dennings and then head to the Florida governor, Ron DeSanto, for his approval. So it's a double approval, 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 uh, approval, approval. I approve. Do you approve? I approve. I do approve. Do you yeah. approve? I do approve. And it was funny at the Universal one. Uh, the two Disney guys abstained from voting on Universal. They said it would be a conflict of interest for them to vote. <laughs> Wait a minute. What are, what are they doing on the board anyway? Well, every theme park is on the board. <laughs> they all oh, are. He was like, we refuse to vote. Because well, we not that we refuse. We abstained because it would be a conflict of interest for us to vote. Like, what do you think they would vote? They're obviously going to vote no. We don't approve them to open before us. So Crazy. they just abstained and just walked away. Wow. Yeah. Um, dining reservations will not repeat, not guarantee entry to Disney Springs during the phased reopening. Uh, as we continue to learn about the reopening of Disney Springs, here are some items that you need to know before heading out uh, during the phased reopening. Um, so we're going to focus on Disney reservations, excuse me, dining reservations first. Uh, Disney Springs has detailed some of the steps that they will take to ensure safe social, social distancing during the phased opening, including shutting down the parking garages and entrance, excuse me, to Disney Springs if they reach capacity. 
And trust me, they've got those things so screwed up. I know. I had to figure out how to get into the lime garage. Yeah. You have to go, you have to go all the way past it and then have to make a U-turn and then you have to get in it and then there's one way in and one way out I know. for both parking lots. I know. They're only there. I can't, I can't remember the direction, but they're only allowing it one way yeah. off I, of uh, Buena Vista Boulevard. Right. Right. So coming, coming from going towards Epcot is the only way you can get in. Mm. Anyway, as you know, a variety of third-party dining locations are taking uh, reservations via an opentable.com, and many guests were wondering if a dining reservation would guarantee entrance to Disney Springs if the garages should close. And to that, we say no. Uh, in a short dining, in a short dining reservation, doesn't guarantee you entry into Disney Springs should the parking garages and entry into Disney Springs be closed. Here's Disney's official statement. Uh, the question is, will I be able to come to Disney Springs if I have a dining reservation, but the parking garages are full or if Disney Springs is closed due to capacity? The answer from Disney is, unfortunately, due to capacity restrictions at Disney Springs, once the parking garages are full, guests will no longer be able to park and visit Disney Springs. That includes guests who, quote, have a booked dining reservation. The next question is, will I be charge the dining guarantee fee if I cannot make my dining reservation because Disney Springs is closed due to capacity. What do you think the answer is, boys and girls? I hope it's no. You would be shocked because the answer is no. Wow. If a Disney guest is unable to make their reservation because Disney Springs is closed due to capacity, the dining guarantee charge will be waived. Hmm. So, Disney has not stated what the capacity for Disney Springs is yet. No, they have not. But uh, let me tell you this. We went down on Wednesday mm-hmm. with a lot of people, right. not a ton, but a lot of people down there eating because we were all like freaking out and finally be able to sit in a restaurant and have someone serve you. Uh, but all the, res- all the restaurants have really done a great job of separating the tables and stuff. There's a lot of social distancing. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, or Thursday, on the other hand, there's more people. Oh, really? Uh, yes, more than there was the night we went. Wow. Um, so I'm sure that that's growing daily. Mm. And what they've done is they've cordoned off certain sections of the parking garages so that they can have overflow and queue lines uh, for the people who are needing to be, you know, temperature checked and all that stuff. So there's there's a fair amount of at least one of the parking decks that you can't park. Mm. Uh, so I, I typically the one at Disney Springs entry level, I would correct. assume. Yeah. Yeah. At the entry level. Yeah. So I always like to park two. above it anyway. Yeah. So floor two, I think for both levels is mm. the level. Um, so yeah, yeah. Check that out. It's interesting. Just go, Hey, get there early, be flexible. Mm. If, the, if they don't let you in, do your best. Yeah. And you know, I was tempted to stop by this weekend just to see the crowd difference because I feel like Memorial Day weekend, every local is going to try and be there for something. But maybe they were all holding out for this week, Wednesday, when the Disney stores open. Uh, Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so maybe I'll pop my head in there Wednesday, see what the crowds are like. Can you imagine what the line's going to be like to check out? They're oh. bad anyway. Yeah. 
the Disney store. Yeah. Get mad. And then when you have to move everybody six feet away from each other. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be crazy. There'll be a queue uh, up and over the uh, walkway back down the Hotel Plaza Boulevard. And and the thing is, is, is they have to queue the people inside the store because they can't let them go outside to queue. Mm. Maybe they'll use maybe they'll use the old marketplace uh, uh, bus stop as a queue up area. Yeah, but they can't for to pay to pay to get out. They can't because yeah. you can't take the property outside of the store. Well, they can contain them in that area with merch, oh. you know, and uh, you know they they can have security. They got enough cameras to cover the area anyway. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, all right, so Disney's Hollywood Studios vice president, Phil Holmes, is going to retire in August. He's like, you know what? I just had three months off. Yeah, this just feels good. I got I got, I got, uh, Star Wars land. I got Toy Story land opened. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Done. Uh, so this August, uh, Disney's Hollywood uh, vice president, Phil Holmes, will retire. Uh, Holmes stated uh, his career with the Walt Disney Company started in 1971. Holy cats. He's an opening cast member uh, when he delivered blueprints to construction sites throughout the Magic Kingdom. Uh, Dear Phil, if you could share copies of those said blueprints, because there must be some somewhere in your hands. Yeah, that'd be great. Please share those with us. Uh, Holmes has had a variety of different roles within the Walt Disney Company, including roles as an attraction host, a bus operator, uh, training, and most recently as vice president of Walt Disney World Studios, overseeing the successful launch of Star Wars Galaxy Edge and Mickey's and Minnie's Runaway Train, and as John said, Toy Story Land. Holmes will retire at the beginning of August. So... Has it been a successful opening of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge? Well, it opened for a little while. (laughs) With the ride? And then we had to shut it down. Only one ride working for months, and then the second ride only working every other five minutes, maybe? (laughs) Just kidding. I'm kidding. It's been a successful. Phil, I mean, you know, disrespect. It's been a great. He's a nice guy. I bumped into him once. Yeah. Uh, He's a nice dude. Nice dude. Uh, I need to tell you off camera. I need to remember this. I need to tell you a funny story. When we get done oh boy. with this, okay. try to remember. Yeah. Terralina Crafted Italian and Paddlefish will be opening on May 29th. Wow. <laughs> There's more exciting news regarding Disney Springs. Both Terralina and Paddlefish will be reopening on May 29th. Disney Springs began its phase reopening earlier, uh, and we saw the first wave of stores and restaurants resuming business operations at Walt Disney World. Now we're seeing even more life gradually return. Terralina Crafted Italian offers an exquisite dining experience when visiting guests will drift into a tranquil escape inspired by the lifestyle of Italy's famed Lake District. <coughs> Excuse me, the Terralina restaurant is an upscale casual Disney venue with patio dishes, rustic Italian dishes, and wood-fired pizza. Next up is Paddlefish, which is a wonderful establishment for guests at Disney Springs to visit. And uh, we encourage people to make reservations in advance uh, to guarantee seating for their party for both restaurants, especially during this time of the COVID crazy. Yes. Paddlefish is a restaurant uh, on board the Faux River boat. How dare they? 
Uh, it offers fantastic views and top quality menu items such as seafood and steak. Even their wine list is exquisite. The seafood centric restaurant is one of our personal favorites. My choice is to go to the top deck, have some hors d'oeuvres, have a couple of cocktails, and just enjoy the view. Yep. Uh, if you're debating where to eat at Disney Springs, then consider making reservations to one of these places on your next trip to Walt Disney World. God bless you. Uh, both Paddlefish and Terralina Crafted Italian are amazing dining choices. Um, check it out. Check out their menus online. Uh, it will be a while before I go to uh, either of these two places because I want to give them some time. Mm. Uh, that's part of what I want to tell you at the end of this. But uh, how do you feel about the Carolina and Paddlefish reopening. I think they're both uh, Pantina, right? Uh, I think they are both Pantina groups, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah Terralina food is good. I have no complaints there. And Paddlefish food is good. I have no complaints there. So it'll be interesting, you know, to have them open again. Yeah. The um, the uh, charcuterie board, well, it's not a board. It's a charcuterie tower. Oh, yeah. At, uh, at Terralina is probably my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, that is so, good. That's yeah, good. Two people can eat that and be stuffed. Right, right. Yeah. That's the 29th. So what's that, Wednesday? Uh, 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th. Yeah, it's Thursday. Thursday, okay. That's good. They'll be open by the weekend. <clears throat> yep. All right, so uh, Disneyland uh, revealed plans for their new DVC property at Disneyland Hotel. Uh, so I guess even with all this stopping of construction, they're still planning. Uh, earlier this week, uh, they shared information uh, on the Disneyland re, uh, Disneyland's resort plans to build a DVC tower at the Disneyland Hotel. And we have new information. Here's what we know, John. Okay. As opposed to what we don't know. <laughs> the look of the new DVC tower will be keeping with the retro look of the resort. It will be designed in such a way that it will not be obtrusive to local residents. Very nice. I don't think you have to ask them, in my opinion. Unless they're paying the tax bill. Correct. The new tower will feature a spa, a pool, and some type of interactive water feature. Some type. Some type of interactive. Some type of interactive. Yep. The tower will have 12 stories and an L-shaped design. It's kind of like going to step down. Yeah. Uh, there are currently no timelines for completion, but the city of Anaheim is currently re reviewing construction proposal. It was previously scheduled for the open of 2023. Uh, some Twitter accounts shared uh, that the local residents were invited to a town hall webinar where the details about the Disneyland Resort construction were shared with them. This nice. Twitter account also shared a map that shows exactly where the new addition will be in the Disneyland uh, Hotel Complex. Nice. It appears that the 12-story hotel tower will sit in front of a single-story pool area and will be located next to the Frontier Tower, which is the back tower of the Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Mm. The Disneyland Hotel DVC complex will consist of one main 12-story tower with a separate ground-level pool area directly behind it. 
The tower will be a second DVC property in California with Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa being the first. The tower will most likely be named after a section of the Disneyland Park like the other three Disneyland hotel towers. While there is no set timeline for the project, the Walt Disney Company recently filed a construction permit for both the demolition and construction for this project. Hmm. So... The earnings call said they were, con- what, holding back all the construction, the $9 billion construction dollar budget, and right. now they're forging ahead with construction plans. So Keep moving forward, kids. <clears throat> That's what Walt used to say. That's right. Keep moving forward. This is this is interesting. Uh, what do you think about the pictures? They were interesting. They were uh, interesting. It, it's a little bit different design from the current buildings at Disneyland Hotel, but right. I think they're trying to you know make this L-shaped step-down building to keep views unobstructed, mm-hmm. you know, of the other towers too. So yeah. Yeah, I I saw the pictures and I was like, oh, this is this is cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, they've got they've got super limited space. Yes. So I, I you know they're doing the best they can. Right. Um, but I thought the, I thought they were good looking. Yeah. They're they're trying to squeeze a lot into a little space. They're trying to squeeze ten pounds into a five pound bag. Yeah. Exactly. No comment. <laughs> um. Okay. In some news that should make you, I first of all, I was. Shocked, weirded by this, but then I was like, eh. Yeah. First of all, God's in control, kids. Yeah. Second of all, uh, this is interesting news. Right. I mean, we've heard all sorts of stories throughout the years, but Mm -hmm. all right. Saudi Arabia uh, Investment Fund Mm -hmm. has purchased 5 million shares in Disney stocks. Yeah. A Saudi Arabia wealth fund revealed in an SEC filing uh, how they've been pursuing the purchase of U.S. investments. The Securities and Exchange Commission showed how Saudi Arabia's public investment fund recently purchased more than 5 million shares of stock in the Walt Disney Company for under $500 million. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So I don't well, now's it, the time. It's down. To put it in perspective, even though it's a substantial dollar amount, the 5 million shares are less than a fraction of a percent of the company's total shares. The Wealth Fund has lately been seeking investments in U.S. sports and entertainment companies. Hmm. According to an SEC filing, the investment enti- entity recently bought more than 12.3 million shares of Live Nation's stock. Wow. Which is now which now gives them a five point seven percent stake in the entertainment company. Yikes. That's Live Nation. The public investment fund also bought shares in several other major companies. For instance, they bought shares of Berkshire Hathaway. Wow. That is uh that is Warren Buffett's company. Correct. Uh Starbucks, Bank of America, and the Facebook. Uh, the public investment fund controls more than $300 billion in assets and is led by Crown Prince Muhammad bin Sal- Salman. Wow. Uh, the fund's portfolio totals more than $10 billion in U.S. holdings. 
Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, companies such as Disney have been accumulating debt since they were unable to operate their routine business functions. From a debt perspective, acquiring new investors helps them leverage the debt with new equity. Hmm. So does it mean that we we have people who are gunning for Disney now? Could be. I mean, it's a very small percentage. Yeah, it's not even so not, a whole percentage point. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know... But the fact that they own 12.5 of Live Nation, that's mm. that are that is whole numbers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for those that don't know who Live Nation is, it's Ticketmaster, it's StubHub, it's every place you get your ticket from these days. Yeah. So. And what's interesting is is they're <clears throat> they're working with like the WWE they, yeah. the WWE goes over there two or three times a year mm. granted it's a very controversial decision mm-hmm. anytime you know you've got a you know Saudi Arabia event it's always it's always a, a troubling time for a lot of them because they can't they can't take their females mm. uh, uh, yeah. like female wrestlers wrestled they right. were covered from head to t- from neck down yeah you know that's weird um, yeah. so it's it's a very it's a very interesting when you look at you know, for the longest time when I was younger, it was like China's going to own America. Right now, I have to look at some of these other com- countries who are yeah. heavily investing in U.S. business. But I think since it's such a fractional percentage, mm. I mean, they'd have to come up with some serious money to make a run at Disney. Yeah, I think in some you know, countries, like I, uh, I, I want to say, yeah, Apple should buy them. <laughs> uh, I think Japan and China and maybe even other places. I. Th- Listen, I'm not 100% sure, but I had heard that, like, if you're a Chinese company, like, American investment company can't do what Saudi Arabia's doing. They can't own part of a Chinese company. Uh, And I think the same thing in Japan, too. And if I'm wrong, let me know, because that's what I've heard, that uh, those were two places. I, I remember somebody telling me that, you know, you can't own them. And it was the reason, it's the reason that there's an Oriental Land Company. Mm-hmm. For Tokyo and uh, the the Chinese company that are the land holders for you know the Disney properties, uh, you know Disney is more of an investor and a money person, you know, right? right. For that so, who knows? Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Interesting it's, stuff. It's very interesting. I, you know, I, I've only recently been really learning more about stocks and investing. Mm. So it's always interesting to see how companies are put together and, you know, Buffett's gone on, sold a bunch of stocks and yeah. you know, Disney people have been selling stock. A lot of people have been selling some things because of all this. So it's, it's a very interesting time. So when you hear of a foreign entity like the Saudi Arabia government or the public investment fund, mm. it, it's it's not something that I want to hear, although it does help us out financially with our debt. But, you know, anywho. Yep. Hey, kids. How about? A little headline news. And now, the headline news. All right. First up, uh, our Walt Disney World McDonald's renovation is getting near done. So apparently they didn't stop building Mickey D's. Um, Yeah. uh, And listen, the sooner you fix it, the sooner I can get my Big Mac again. Thank you. 
Uh, Disney Cruise Lines have been suspended now through July. Listen, stop going month by month and telling us you're canceled. Just say, listen, we're canceled until further notice. We don't know when when we're going to get back at it. Really, it's crazy. Uh, villain after party tickets are now no longer available for June. So if you were going to a villain party, that's off the table. Yeah. Uh, as we mentioned, the uh, store World of Disney is going to reopen on D- uh, Disney Springs on May 27th. So that begs the question, when will the store stores open? You know, like, uh, you know, the malls and the outlets places. So that is it because well, they I haven't mean, opened those. I don't think yet. A lot of the stores, uh, a lot of the stores in the uh, in the tunnel area were open for a portion of the day, mm. not for full op- operating right. hours but yeah you know so yeah you know it, it's it's soon but i don't i don't think that they can open up fully yet considering you know um disney has to keep an eye on how many people are in the parks i don't know how they're keeping track of all that yeah how, how i didn't see disney. anybody walking around with a clicker i didn't either i didn't see anybody at the front yeah. walking around the clicker either yep yeah. Uh, Kevin Mayer, who uh, was in charge of uh, Disney Plus, has now left, and he's doing a happy dance over at TikTok. <laughs> That's because he heard this guy named Tony was <laughs> TikToking. TikTok. He's all about the TikToks. <laughs> I'm gonna check out that DBTN 36 on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh gosh, Kevin, if you could just uh, go over to TikTok. Listen, if listen, if if you go over there, buddy, I think you should create a TikTok account, and I think you should do some of the 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 moves, the TikTok moves. I'm just saying, lead by example. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, this was an interesting one. <clears throat> Walt's grandson, Brad Lund, L-U-N-D is upset about the massive bonuses Disney executives are getting while workers have been furloughed. So this is yet another Disney grand person upset with the monies. Uh, If you want to go read this whole article, it's out on uh, KTLA, which is the West Coast, I think, NBC affiliate. So Mm -hmm. just Google KTLA and you'll see this article and you can read the whole thing. Uh, it was quite interesting. I, I get sometimes their frustration, you know, and I think if the Disney company would give them a little bit more of a voice, I don't think they get a good voice. But mm-hmm. then they can vent their frustration to the executives and the board without having to do it publicly. Right. I'm just well, I'm just saying, Bob and Bob, if you're listening, that's your solution, really. Here's the thing. I mean... Y- I get it. It's a business. It's 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 run as a business. Not paying attention to anybody right. else except market share, mm-hmm. what 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 they think that people are going to like, and all that good stuff. The problem is, is they have the theme parks and the movies, and it's it's still got Disney's name on it, and there's a fair amount of nostalgia people mm-hmm. that believe the company should be reminiscent of Walt and Roy. Mm. And I think that's part of the problem, you know, and unfortunately they can outlast these folks. Right. Nobody lives forever. Right. Not even Bob and Bob. I agree. But I, I think they should just let them, let them in a little bit. 
And I think you'll hear less complaining from them. I think that's all they want is a, a voice. Really. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. And last, <laughs> but not least, you ready for this, John? Yeah, go for it. Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, turned 40 years old. And now I feel old. Are you you're not going to play the music? Um, happy birthday, 40 years old. This is what 40 looks like with my Death, Death Star. Death. <laughs> oh, my. I am your father. <laughs> okay. That he has all of those toys readily available. <laughs> Excuse me, collectibles. <laughs> that he has those collectibles that readily available is impressive as hell. That's all I got to say. Well, it was from May the 4th. I haven't put them away yet. <laughs> Good call. Good call. All right, everybody. We want to encourage you to come visit us over on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, all at Disney Parks Podcast. If you can't watch the show live on Facebook, we offer it now almost everywhere except for TikTok. But well, I'm sure we're working on that. Oh. Um, so you can find us on YouTube there as well. Uh, make sure that you come find us over at DisneyParksPodcast.com. That's where you can see our show archives, blog posts, uh, and you can find our good friends uh, and sponsors like Destinations to Travel. You can go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two travel and you can fill out a quick form with someone from the company will get in touch with you as soon as possible and if you'd like to support what we do here you'd like to keep these two knuckleheads uh live and on the air go to patreon.com forward slash disney parks podcast join the patreon family over there you get three count them three episodes of new content that you can't hear anywhere else uh, for our patreon family over there check that out anything else you want to add buddy no i'm good all right, guys, here's hoping we're getting one day closer. If we don't see you online, we'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company.